Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Rebbe Abraham Goldhari, and today Masechah Sota Daf Yudches, the second parak Hayamevi. The Zichud Masechah Sota program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hachazachas Atayra. So the three jobs we're going to focus on: number one, Rav inquired, Kasev Beis Megil Sushte Sotos Mechakan Latoch Kos Echad. If he wrote two Sota scrolls for two women and erased them into a single cup, what is the halacha? Ksiva Lishma Beinu Vaika is only writing for his sake required, and there is in this case Odilma Beinu Nami Mechik Lishma, or perhaps a Racing for her sake is also required, and in this case it is not. Rush explains it must be recognizably hers, and in the cup it is not. He inquired further if they must be erased into two separate cups. If he erased them into two cups and then mix them, what is the lachet? Is it valid since the erasure was done separately? Or do we say, This one is not drinking her personal cup, and this one is not drinking her personal cup. And if this is not valid, If he then redivided them, what is the lachet? Yesh brera or aim brera? Is there a concept of brera, meaning determination after the fact, or is there no concept of Brera? Tosos notes that this is not the usual application of Brera since they were determined before mixing. Point number two, the next mission states, Amahiomers Amen Amen. To what is she saying, Amen Amen? Mean the double term. Amen Allah Allah, Amen Allah Shavu. She's saying Amen to accept the curse and Amen to accept the oath. Amen mi isha, amen mi isha her. Furthermore, she's saying Amen regarding this man, about whom she was warned not to be secluded with, and Amen regarding another man. Amen And Amen that I did not stray while in Arusa, Nusua, while waiting for a Yavam, or while married through Yibum. The ability to force an oath beyond its original cause is called Gilgal Shvua, literally rolling of an oath. The Tanaim disagree if she must swear that she will not sin with another man in the future, but only that she does not swear about the period before marriage or after divorce. In the Gemara, Rabbi Yirmiya asks if she must swear regarding a former marriage to this husband, or if a married Yavama must swear regarding her marriage to the deceased brother. This is resolved in the Mishnah's rule that any relations which are not forbidden to the husband are not included in the oath. Since her current marriage would be forbidden through illicit relations in the above two states, she must swear about them. And point with Rif Hamnuna said, Shomer's Yavam Shazinsa Asul Yavama. A Shomer's Yavam who had relations with another man is forbidden to a Yavam. He proves it from a mission which teaches that the Sota swears that she did not have relations as a Shomer's Yavam. If such relations would not prohibit her to the Yavam, she would not swear about it since the Mishnah taught that she only swears about relations which prohibit her to her husband. Still, in Eretz Yisrael, they said, The Lach does not accord with Rav Hamnuna. The Gemara deflects the proof in the Mishnah because it's the opinion of Rabbi Kibu who holds in Kedushin Tosim Mechai Vilavim. Kedushin are not affected with those prohibited by negative commandments. Umashvel Ki Erva, and considers her like a full Erva with the course punishment. Therefore, Rabbi Kibu would hold that a Shemer's Yavam who has relations prohibited with a love becomes forbidden to a Yavam like a fully married woman. So once again, the three points are number one. Rabbi inquired, Kasev Beis Megil Sushte Sotos, Mechakon Tokos Echad. If he wrote two Sotos scrolls for two women and erased them into a single cup, what is the halacha? is only writing for her sake required, and there is in this case, or perhaps erasing for her sake is also required, and in this case it is not. Rush explains it must be recognizably hers, and in the cup it is not.
He inquired further if they must be erased into two separate cups. If he erased them into two cups and then mixed them, what is the lache? Is it valid since the erasure was done separately? Or do we say, This one is not drinking her personal cup, and this one is not drinking her personal cup. And if this is not valid, If he then redivided them, what is the lache? Yesh brera or ain brera? Is there a concept of brera, meaning determination after the fact, or is there no concept of brera? Tosos notes that this is not the usual application of brera since they were determined before mixing. Point number two, the next mission states, Amahiomers amen amen. To what is she saying, amen amen, meaning the double term? Amen Allah Allah, amen Allah shvu. She's saying amen to accept the curse and amen to accept the oath. Amen mi isha, amen mi isha here. Furthermore, she's saying amen regarding this man, about whom she was warned not to be secluded with, and amen regarding another man. Amen shul satisia rusa v'nesua, shemeres yavam kanusa, and amen that I did not stray while in a rusa, nesua, while waiting for a yavam, or while married through yibum. The ability to force an oath beyond its original cause is called Gilgal Shvua, literally rolling of an oath. The Tanaim disagree if she must swear that she will not sin with another man in the future, but only that she does not swear about the period before marriage or after divorce. In the Gemara, Rabbi Yirmiya asks if she must swear regarding a former marriage to this husband, or if a married Yavama must swear regarding her marriage to the deceased brother. This is resolved from the Mishnah's rule that any relations which are not forbidden to the husband are not included in the oath. Since her current marriage would be forbidden through illicit relations in the above two states, she must swear about them. And point with Rif Hamnuna said, Shomer's Yobam Shazinsa Asuli Yavama. A Shomer's Yobam who had relations with another man is forbidden to her Yavam. He proves it from a mission which teaches that the Sota swears that she did not have relations as a Shomer's Yavam. If such relations would not prohibit her to the Yavam, she would not swear about it since the Mishnah taught that she only swears about relations which prohibit her to her husband. Still, in Eretz Yisrael, they said, The Lacha does not accord with Rav Hamnuna. The Gemara deflects the proof in the Mishnah because it's the opinion of Rabbi Kivu who holds in Kedushin Tosim Mechai Vilavim. Kedushin are not affected with those prohibited by negative commandments. And consider so like a full erva with the course punishment. Therefore, Rabbi Kiva would hold that a Shemer's Yavam who has relations prohibited with a love becomes forbidden to a Yavam like a fully married woman. All right, so now we go to our Simen Daf Yodches and her standard Simen is a Chuppah because Ben Yodches lo Chuppah. Someone who's 18 should go to Chuppah. So here goes. The Kala standing under the red Sota Chuppah was shocked when she was presented with two scrolls erased into one cup. And then the rabbi told her to respond Amen, Amen to an oath and swear that she did not have relations as a Shomer's Yavam, which would forbid her to her Yavam. Once again, it's a motion. The Kala standing under the red Sota Chuppah, Chuppah, that must be more tough. Yudches. The Kala standing on the red Sota Chuppah was shocked when she was presented with two scrolls erased into one cup, which reminds us, Rav inquired, If he wrote two Sota scrolls for two women and erased them into a single cup, what is the halacha? Is only writing for her sake required? And there is in this case. Or perhaps erasing for her sake is also required, and in this case it is not. So the Kala standing under the red Sota Chuppah was shocked when she was presented with two scrolls erased into one cup. And then the rabbi told her to respond Amen, Amen to an oath, which reminds us the next Mishnah states, Amahi Omer's Amen, Amen. To what is she saying? Amen, Amen, the double term. Amen, Allah, Allah, Amen, Allah, Shavu. She is saying Amen to accept the curse and Amen to accept the oath. Furthermore, she is saying Amen regarding this man, about whom she was warned not to be secluded with, and Amen regarding another man, and Amen that I did not stray while in Arusa, Nusua, while waiting for a Yavam, or while married through Yibum. The ability to force an oath 
Beyond its original cause, it's called the Gilgal Shvua, literally rolling of an oath. So the cause standing under the red Soto Chuppu was shocked when she was presented with two scrolls erased into one cup. And then the rabbi told her to respond Amen, Amen to an oath, and swear that she did not have relations as Oshemer's Yavam, which would forbid her to her Yavam. Which reminds us, Rav Hamnuna said, Oshemer's Yavam who had relations with another man is forbidden to her Yavam. He proves it from our mission, which teaches that the Sota swears that she did not have relations as Oshemer's Yavam. If such relations would not prohibit her to the Yavam, she wouldn't swear about it, since the Mishnah taught that she only swears about relations which prohibit her to her husband. Still, in Eretz Yisrael, they said, Rav Hamnuna, the Halacha does not accord with Rav Hamnuna. The Gemara deflects the proof in the mission because it's the opinion of Rabbi Kibu who holds in Kedushin Tosfin Bechayve Lavin. Kedushin are not effective with those prohibited by negative commandments. So once again, the Kala standing under the red Soto Chopo was shocked when she was presented with two scrolls erased into one cup. And then the rabbi told her to respond Amen Amen to an oath and swear that she did not have relations as the Shemir's Yavam, which would forbid her to her Yavam. Alright, so now it's time for Forbala Bachazara. Daf Yudal. So the Simmer Daf Yudal is a hand, and we often use a juggler in the Simmon. So here goes. The juggler juggling red clothes for the unclothed with his left hand while visiting the sick, which reminds us the Pasak Achrei Hashem Alkechem Teilechu, Hashem your God you should follow, means Ahalech Alchemidosav Shakosh Baruchu to follow the attributes of Hashem, Mahu Malbisharumim, just as he clothes the naked, as we find that Kosh Baruchu provided clothing for Adam Rechava, you too should clothe the naked. Akash Baruch Biker Cholim, Hashem visited the sick when he visited Avraham, Afatab Bakir Cholim, you too visit the sick, and so on. So the juggler juggling red clothes for the unclothed with his left hand while visiting the sick told the patient how much he wants to go to Eretz Yisrael, which reminds us Moshe being a desire to enter Eretz Yisrael to do the many mitzvahs that can only be fulfilled there. Kosh Baruch said to him, Do you seek anything other than to receive reward? I'll consider it for you as if you fulfilled those mitzvahs. So the juggler juggling red clothes for the unclothed with his left hand while visiting the sick told the patient how much he wants to go to Eretz Yisrael and juggled all the parts that are brought with a mincha with his right hand, which reminds us the second pair begins by describing the differences between the mincha of a sota and an ordinary mincha, and the Gemara brings a brisa which details the entire procedure of a standard mincha. Dav Tezvav. So the similar Dav Tezvav is a fruit bowl. So here goes. The huge red fruit bowl, fruit bowl, that must be worn Dav Tezvav, to Bishvat. The huge red fruit bowl containing the Shemet and Lavona, which were not brought with the Minchas Chota, which reminds us the Minchas Chota and Chata's lack elements of standard Kabbana such as Shemet and Lavona, so they should not be beautified. So the huge red fruit bowl containing the Shemet and Lavona, which were not brought with the Minchas Chota, was placed next to the earthenware vessel that looked new, and it had to have a log of water in it, which reminds us the next mission states, I am maybe Piali Shacharis, the cone to bring an earthenware vial, but no so chachetzi log mine minakira and put in it a half log of water from the Kira Rabiuda said a revius of water was used. The Gemara brings additional lakas that it should look new and not be black. So the huge red fruit bowl containing the Shema and Lavona, which were not brought with the Minchas Chote, was placed next to an earthenware vessel that looked new and had half a log of water in it that was sitting on top of some earth taken from the temple's floor, which reminds us the Gemara brings a source that the earth used for the Sota waters must be taken from this floor space in the Hegel. Daft Tezayin, so the Simmer Daft Tezayin is toes, and we often use an acrobat with large toes. So here goes. The acrobat with the big red toes. Acrobat with big red toes? That must be on Daft Tezayin. Toes. The acrobat with the big red toes swinging through the air, bringing ashes for a sota since no earth could be found, which reminds us we have the question whether afer ashes can be used for the sota waters.
So the acrobat with the big red toe swinging through the air, bringing ashes for a sota since no earth could be found, looked down and saw the earth of the sota visible in the water, which reminds us it was taught in a brisa, three things must be visible. Offer a sota, the earth of the sota must be visible in the water. Para, the ashes of the paraduma must be visible in the spring water. And the spittle of the yavama performing chalitza. And we have a malchus where this applies also to the blood of the Matsoras bird. So the acrobat with the big red toes swinging through the air, bringing ashes for a sota since no earth could be found, looked down and saw the earth of the sota visible in the water. As the cone was being rebuked for initially putting the earth in the vessel before the water, which reminds us. It was taught in a brisa, Hiktim Afra Lamaim Pasov, one place of the earth in the vessel. Before the water, it is invalid. Rabbi Shimon holds, it is valid based on Gezer Shev between the ashes of the Paraduma and the earth of Asota. Daf Zain. So the simmer Daf Zain is a used car salesman. So here goes. The used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be more Daf Zain. They used car salesmen in the red suit who tried to charm the elderly couple by telling them that they looked like the Shechina was between them, which reminds us, Rebekiva Darshan, Ish Isha Zahu Shechina Benem. A husband and a wife, if they are meritorious in their mutual fidelity, the Shechina is between them, the Yud and Ish, and the He and Isha combine to Hashem's name. If they're not meritorious, meaning that they are unfaithful to the marriage, a fire consumes them. With the Yud and He removed, each is left as Ish, fire. So, the used car salesman in the red suit who tried to charm the elderly couple by telling them that they looked at the Shechina was between them, while telling them to ignore the offer of an afar over the used car that even Avram Avinu would want to buy, which reminds us, Rava said, Why did the Torah say, bring earth for a sota? If she's meritorious, a son like Avram Avinu will come forth from her, about whom it says, Afar ve'efar, dust and ashes. Ozaksa talks to Afar. If she's not meritorious, she will return to her dust when she drinks the waters. He also darshan as a reward for Avram Avinu saying, Vanochi afar ve'efar, I'm both dust and ashes. Zakubano base misses. Afar para afar sota. His descendants married two misses, ashes of the paraduma and the earth of a sota. So, the used car salesman in the red suit who tried to charm the elderly couple by telling them that they looked at the Shechina was between them, while telling them to ignore the Afar ve'efar all over the used car that even Avram Avinu would want to buy, pulled out a sales contract that looked like a safer, and proceeded to fill it in with erasable ink, which reminds us. The next mission teaches that the Sota scroll must be written on parchment because the Torah calls it a safer. It must be written with Dio ink because the Torah says umacha and he shall erase, requiring ksav shiachalimchos, a writing which can be erased. Additional requirements for writing the Sota scroll are brought. Alright, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which stuff do we discuss what happened when Asim tried to delay Yaakov's burial in Mars Machpela? That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good. Number two. Which stuff do you learn why a minchas chota and chantas lack elements of standard kurbanas? That's on Duff. Tezvav. Good. Number three. Which stuff do we discuss what the sota is saying amen amen for? That's on Duff. Yud Ches. Good. Number four. Which stuff do you that the three things which must be visible are the offer in the mesota, the afer in the mechatas, and the spit of a yavama? That's on Duff. Tazayin. Good. Number five. Which stuff do we discuss what the halacha is? If one wrote two sota scrolls for two women and erased them into a single cup, that's on daf. Yudches. Good. Number six. Which stuff do we learn? Ish ve'isha zahu shechina b'nehem. That's on daf. 
Yudzayin. Good number seven. Which something when Rav Nuna said, Oshomer's Yavam, who had relations with another man, is forbidden to a Yavam. That's on Daf. Yudches. Good number eight. Which something when the Sota scroll must be written with erasable ink. That's on Daf. Yudzayin. Good number nine. Which something when the Halachos of the earthenware vessel. That's on Daf. Tezvav. Good. And number 10. Which something when why Moshe Rabbeinu want to enter Eretz Yisrael? That's on Dav. Yadalad. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is everybody. Ram Gwaltham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.